Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, welcome to the FDP. We are back again. Guess who's back? Back again, it's Betty Boy. Benjani Mawariwari, as we found out last week. How is it going, my friend? Yeah, it's not too bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm excited for this week's episode. It's a bit yeah. of a special again. Yeah. It's our second special now. Is it? Yeah, we did the AFC crew. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good memory. Yeah. <laughs> One of our best episodes, but yeah, good memory. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so how was your weekend, Ben? Yeah, it's been all right, mate. It's been all right, thank you. Yeah, we've been up to Uh We got a new cat. Did we? We Well, not you and I. Oh. When oh, it's too serious, we're not ready for that that commitment yet. Are we not? We'll, I feel like we're there. We'll just do a podcast. Yeah, we share. It's like, an awkward moment when you think we're there and I don't. That is an awkward moment. We share like a podcast with thousands of people. We do. Oink oink. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got a, we got a nice black cat called Bagheera. He's a rescue. Yeah, congratulations. He's five years old. Who oh, is he? A little legend. Okay, what's his name? Bagheera. Any middle names? Uh, yeah, Thierry. Call him Thierry. Thierry. Laura doesn't know that yet. And oh. luckily, she doesn't listen to the podcast, so she'll never know. She'll never know. Just one day when we're pissed up, we'll be like, do you know your cat's my name is Thierry? She'll be like, no, it's not. I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah legally registered on the microchip. Bagheera it... Thierry Sewell. Are you going to do that? Oh, I could do, couldn't I? Because I've got to do that as well. That's amazing. I dare you. Triple double dare me. Triple double oh, dare I've got to do it now. Uh, um, but yeah, that's all my weekend's been, really. Wouldn't it be really funny, though, if Laura had been out of her friends... And they was like, I don't know, uh, recording a podcast. I just got that off the top of my head. And uh, her friend had said, has your cat got a middle name? And she was like, yeah, it's Kane. Kane? Can you imagine? Yeah. How would you feel about that? Uh, I'd be, be very dis- disappointed. Devastated. Or, or Larice. Oh, mate, I'd have to get the fuck out. Or the toilet bowl. I'd be like, Gav, is this your cat? <laughs> I think we got the wrong cat. We've had a cat mix up. Or cock on ball. Yeah, then I'd just probably just have to give the cat back to Tag. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm sorry, you've changed his name. Tag Hurdo. Tag Do? Tag Hurdo. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. 
Don't laugh, mate. Flag blag downstairs earlier. Yeah, I did. Don't know what you're trying to. I don't even know. Flag bag. Yeah. Where's Shaka gone from? Flag bag. Yeah. Good old pronunciations at its finest. Yeah. How are you though? How's your weekend been? Yeah, I'm alright, mate. Yeah. Not too much. Has been. Good, a couple of barbecues, which is nice. Barbecue season, isn't it? We are well in barbecue season. Yeah, I've season. had any any invites to those over the weekend. You got one for Friday? <clears throat> yeah, I mean half-assed attempt. Just just you and I. You don't want me to see your family. You don't trust me after your birthday surprise. I invited you round to my house, accepted in the family, so that we could have some one-on-one time with a yeah, nice barbecue. I was going to buy you wagyu burgers. Oh, we doing wagyu burgers? I was going to do. Double yes. Wagyu burgers, like a Big Shut Mac, Charlie. Can we have bacon and halloumi? I'll bring it. Yeah, yeah, fine. We can do all of that stuff, mate. So it's going to be like that big, like it's big, bigger than this microphone. Yeah, for the. Can you just do <clears> that again so the, the listeners can yes, see? Yes, that big guy's that yeah, big. Yeah, that's it. Well done. Uh, it, it's as high as Will's Willie is wide. <laughs> so some been, of you listeners will know. I've invited <laughs> you round for that. Yeah, and all you can do is slag me off. Not slagging you off. I'm just greedy. I want more. I want more wheel time. You can have extra wheel time afterwards. Whilst we're letting it go down, you can, you know, go down. No, no I'm okay, thanks. Oh. No, I'm good. Do you, do you want to think about that? No. no. I'm absolutely fine. I thought enough about it. I've made my decision. I'm you, happy with my you decision. You thought enough about it? Yeah, I went, no. Yeah, you, you didn't even do that. Mm, no. You? <laughs> just reaction. Any suggestion you make now, I'm just like, no. Oh, that's what harsh. about this? No. Oh, that's harsh. What about this? Oh, no. <laughs> Classic jokes to wheel. You're like, no, seriously. Oh, then no. How about the barbecues, though? Yes, very nice. I have a, I have a question, though, about said barbecues. Okay. Were they as good as mine? <laughs> of course not. Good. Your your barbecue was the best. But I did... I feel like I, uh, I, did, I did barbecuing to... Like a, a an expert level, so oh, because well, we didn't really know we were going to have one on the Sunday actually, but uh, you know, was this at home? Sorry, you had that on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't. So I wasn't too sure, but you know, you know, when you're like, oh, I could smash another barbecue tomorrow. Anyway, so on the Saturday, I went with sausage, chicken, uh, and something else. I can't remember what now. Burger. No, I, so I avoided burger. I avoided kebab because then and and the halloumi. Next day, wait, you avoided halloumi. The next day, halloumi burger, kebab. I mean, one fair play is quite a clever way of doing it. I thought so too. Thank you. Two, you can't miss halloumi any day. Any yeah, time. I'm not sure if there was halloumi actually. I had halloumi today. Did you? Yeah. Why? Because I. I was getting getting some chicken wings with that, and I was like, yeah, I've had some halloumi. Oh, you was in spoons. Yeah. My guy. Halloumi fries. That's my guy. I always think of you when I see halloumi fries. It's just my thing. Mm. Just a, a special bond that we have now, isn't it? A bond. Special James Bond. Bondage. Yes. But Oh, so no, it's clever with the old barbecue. You're basically Chris Stark. I'd love to be. You're I'd a BBQC, love to be that as they say. I'd love parties. to be, yeah. I'd love to be at that, that level. I'm not there yet. Smoking it all at like 6am. Mm, yeah, oh, that's that's where I want to get to. That's my aim in life. That's pathetic. That's my aim in life. Absolutely pathetic, mate. Genuinely. So better stuff to do. I want to be a chief barbecuer. I mean, you've got the end part right. You, I, I, I want to <laughs> be one of those guys that does my Christmas dinner meat 
in the barbecue. What? Yeah. I've never known that was a thing. Yeah. Don't they only do that in Australia because they're upside down there? Uh, <laughs> I mean, they might do. That sound that sounds like an Aussie thing to do, but that also sounds incredible. Can you imagine like having having like fresh pork from the barbecue with like the crackling and just Ooh. falls apart? Okay, yeah, that does sound good. I mean, I just heard crackling to be fair. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Say it again. Crackling. You say like crackling. Say it again. Crackling. Oh, you've changed it. It's you... crackling. No, you've said it. You've said it different crackling. four times. What? Hang on. <laughs> crackling. It's crackling. Crackling. Yeah. Crackling. What's the difference? You said crackling. I didn't say crackling. You did say crackling. Crackling. <laughs> it's just crackling. <laughs> You're saying crackling. Crackling. You were saying crackling. We'll have to listen to it back. <laughs> we probably won't. <laughs> I've gutted. Crack. Crackling. Crackling. Yeah. Is it, that's the best part of the port, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's your stubby toe, mate? <laughs> I was thinking about crackling. <laughs> crackling? That's crackling, mate. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah. Crackling. Yeah, mate, the stuff that they do at the Toby. What, that, the crackling? The crackling at the Toby <laughs> is... I've got a complex about to say crackling now. <laughs> crackling. That's it. Thank you. Crispy. Crackling. Yeah, it is good there. Banging. It is good there, I must say. And that I do have gravy there sometimes as well. Oh, do you? Yeah, on occasion. Oh, so did I tell you about the steak that my sister has? No. Ah, okay. So Emma was like, obviously, I think she was part of the Mickey taking of of you. Yes, yes, she definitely joined in. The tomato ketchup. Well, I found out that she has mayonnaise on her steak. Sharp. Mayo. Yeah. Ugh. Fill your boot, much Emma, what the hell? Like, I know I can't really say too much, but what the hell? Just normal, plain old mayo. Maybe like spicy mayo or no, anything no, like, like that. smothered on as well. What, like on top of it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, like you'd butter bread, but you put mayo on a steak? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking revolting. Yeah. Melted cheese on a steak. Yeah, I love how you've now like, got really distracted. <laughs> Just thinking, what would be good on top of a steak and melted cheese? Mate, we could do a, a food podcast. We, we might as well. We could do. Yeah, there'll be a lot of cheese on there. Mate, camembert. Uh, everything will be. And for you can't have camembert, oh. mate. What? You're allergic to it, no? No. You're intolerant to camembert. Well, yeah, that's the two different things. And for catcher. I'm also intolerant to souls, but I still come around every day. Every day, do you? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Why do I not know about this? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll take this discussion off there. Yeah, maybe we will. Why are you seeing my nan, you fucking weirdo? She's a civil. Yeah. Why do you look all confused? Like, your nan. Your nan. Sewell's. Mm. Should we move on? Yeah. I don't really want to talk about this, and I know you certainly don't, but Champions League... Manchester City versus Inter Milan. Mm-hmm. It it happened over the weekend, didn't it? Did okay. you watch much of it? Um, I saw some. What did you think of the game? I thought the game was pretty crap. Isn't it like the fourth 1-0 win in a row in the Champions League finals? I don't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think... No, it's not... A, oh, it might be four. When did um, Real Madrid spank Liverpool? That was, that was with Bale, wasn't it? 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Was that 2019? Uh, 2018. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Oh, I didn't know the one 0 thing. That's pretty shit, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that is pretty shit. Uh, it was quite comical at times. In what sense? Lukaku. Oh, mate, that guy. He is just an absolute jinx. And there's rumours of him coming to Arsenal. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not finished with the Prem. He wants to. He wants to make his mark in the Prem. Oh, for God's sake! I don't want him. I really don't want him at Arsenal. Yeah. But can you imagine if we did, and he's banged in like forty goals. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Golden boot, Arsenal in the league. Oh, and he'd need more if he's going to win Golden Boot. Oh, yeah, Haaland, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did like that sort of matchup though. That was quite interesting when he did come on, seeing the Lukaku Haaland matchup. Yeah. There was a few sort of times in the boxes and stuff they clashed a little bit. That was quite good. Haaland just bossed him though. <laughs> Haaland, yeah, Haaland bosses him. I mean, Inter kept him relatively quiet, to be fair. Yeah, I think the, the game generally, I don't know whether, I can't really decide whether Inter had a really good game plan and played it well. Or City were just not quite on it. I think it might be a mixture. Because yeah. every time City had the ball in sort of the final third, there was two or three Inter players just closing them down immediately. But I they think, constantly were pushed back, wouldn't they? And I think what what this that what that probably shows is their uh, the kind of mind how, how your mindset plays out in those massive games because that's not the first time they've been there, but. They had never won it. Yeah. That must sit somewhere in the back of your mind. Now they've won it, I can see them probably doing a Real Madrid and becoming like the the modern era masters of the Champions League. What, City? Yeah. Who can beat City? Oh, don't say that. Who, who can beat... Well, at the moment, they look unbeatable, but... I and think... they've got a summer to improve. Yeah, but Real Madrid have just bought Bellingham. Right. He's a game changer on his own. Um, Benzema's left, so they're, they're going to get in a striker. Mm-hmm. You know, inevitable. Who they get, I don't know yet, but they'll get a top striker in. Who's going to be Who's going to be able to match up to Haaland, De Bruyne, Grealish, uh, Foden? Yeah, I, I get Mahrez, it. I think it's different types Rodri. of... You're never going to be able to play City at their their game and their tactics. You just have to play a different tactic, tactical game. I think Real Madrid are one of the teams that can do that. Um, you don't have to copy them. You just have to do different things better. I think Real. Madrid, I think you're right with the Real Madrid comparison. The, I think um, that's the only team that could match them pound for pound. Maybe Barcelona. Bayern, I think, could. Bayern is another maybe. Um, I can't see anyone else. And I think Man City top trump them all. Yeah. At this moment in time, Man City have just won a domestic treble, which has only ever happened once before, with a team who's dominated, who, who were dominating and yeah, dominated thereafter. Um, yeah. I won't yeah. go into for FFP because we people know our thoughts on that. But Man City, this team that they are now will go on to dominate. They're a young team. They could as do, well. yeah, absolutely. And I think the biggest difference for them now is they've got a better defensive unit. This weird system that he's got them playing in that just works so mm. well. He's playing with four and a half defenders, basically. <laughs> yeah. Because Rodri plays a defender's role, but then he also plays a midfielder's role. John Stones does the same. But they've got yeah, four John, John central defenders on there. Yeah. 
on the pitch and it works. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, John Stones on the edge of the box at points during the. Yeah, well, John Stones isn't like isn't the defender now, is he? He's like a defensive midfielder kind of. Yeah, role. he's he's almost like a box to box player at the moment. Yeah. at times it's weird. Um, I mean, you know, credit to Pep for going. Yeah, you could do that. Mm. And John Stones for being able to adapt to that because he hasn't really played anything else before. He's only ever played that. Is is Pep the greatest manager that there has ever been? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. What's the hesitancy? Are you thinking of like Alex Ferguson? Yeah, I think Ferguson for his dominance. You know the the amount of trophies he he won consistently on a regular basis for over a long period of time it wasn't just like a sort of five seven ten years stint. It was what nearly thirty years, mm. twenty twenty eight years he was there. Obviously, he won things at Aberdeen previously as well that was unheard of. Um, and has been unheard of ever since. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I think you know to I, I don't think Fergie was that revolutionary. Yeah, he did things, you know, he, he tried different things and stuff. Absolutely, I'm not taking that away from them. But I think their dominance was just based on just a, an elite mentality and obviously players as well. But they never say never say die sort of thing. Mm. But I think with Pep, he's, he's changed football itself. And he's, he's constantly changed. He's changed it again this season, playing this weird formation. Mm. So it's sort of three... It's a sort of three, one, four... Isn't it? Three one four one. Four, well, two. yeah, I get. I I would say it's like three two, three two, two four one. Three. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's what I mean. It, it's just so fluid. Uh, the the whole sort of system, and everyone knows where they where they need to be. There's occasional blips. You see that they're not quite there. But that's what but I they've mean. done. It. They're going to get better and better and better. He's going to fill those roles with that he feels that he needs to fill those roles with better players, get get more depth. Yeah. I mean, who'd have thought Cancelo, who was insane last season, would be not even missing? Mm-hmm. Walker. Yeah, Kyle Walker. I mean, Walker's still been playing a he's fair been, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he's, not, he's been out of position. He was dropped for a, lo- a long period yeah, of time. But I think Walker's been... He's been quite clever adapting to that sort of right centre-back role because he's played it with England as well. I think that help City out I think from that side as well mm. when they are against teams that will sit back a bit more he's got that more attacking threat that they can push forward but he's just got like electric pace to sort of track back still yeah you know you trust him over Ake to, to track back wouldn't you well all the lamppost be able to get there or the lamppost <laughs> mate Ake's been insane yeah, since been we good. Yeah, took yeah. the piss out of him Um, yeah so have you is there anything more you want to say on that because I just I just wanted to talk about another no, no, you've gone. So over the weekend, I found myself being chucked underneath a bus on oh, a couple of occasions. Here we go. I, I still can't quite reach the knife that is currently in my back. Um, but uh, <laughs> push the microphone away. Oh, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> oh, is it time to get a guest on yet? So, yeah. So whilst retrieving the knife from my back, I was then chucked under the bus. But I, I think you've got a statement to make on, on a retraction from on your behalf of our team of the season. Do I? I sure? believe so. From what, I, from what I've read... Okay, so the team of the season awards that we did last week, 
Um, we we both sort of agreed that it was Arsenal team of the season. However, can I can I just add? Sort of needs to be removed. No, it doesn't. It doesn't we, we because I said Newcastle we before. We didn't sort of. Uh, I agree. said Newcastle before. However, I was happily in agreement at the time that it was Arsenal. Okay. I, I allowed my biasness to get the better of me, and I apologise to all the listeners. Um, I do think it's Newcastle for this season. I know Man City have done this in like exceptional historic thing, um, and yeah, it's between them or or Newcastle. But for Premier League team in the season, for me, it's Newcastle. So I, I retract our FDP one. I apologise. Um, Will's looking very smug here now. No, no, not at all. No, do you know what's do you know what's ringing through me? Is just disappointment. Oh, really? Pure okay. disappointment. That's fine by me. I can deal with that. Uh, yeah, I know you can. Yeah. yeah, that's not a problem. Um. So okay. So it's it's Newcastle. It's for Newcastle for me. Yeah. And can I can I do you, do you care to explain why it's Newcastle? Uh, yeah. Just think from what they did comparatively to the season before. Um, I think it was like 30-something points they have increased or something, 37, 31. Um, nobody expects them to be Champions League places at all. I think top 10 would have been more than acceptable for Newcastle fans. Um, and what they've done, the style of football they're playing, the amount of goals they're banging in, yeah, I think they've done a very good job. And credit mm. to, to Eddie Howe and, uh, and the, his team there. That's why for me. Okay. But not Brighton? No. Okay. Brighton have been good. You can't take that away from them. But Newcastle, I think they finished, what, 16th or something? And then to go up to that is just just crazy. Mm. Crazy talk. Okay. Feel better? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do now. Good. Thanks for throwing me under the bus. Oh, Appreciate that. You are welcome. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Very excited. Um, so we have got a Crystal Palace fan on this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he has his own Instagram page, with over four or five thousand followers on there, uh, which is obviously pretty pretty damn impressive. I must say, it's a lot more than what we've got. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so it'll be good. Good insight. Get some analysis from him. Uh, get his thoughts, his predictions for next season, who their manager should be, and just you know learn a little bit more about him. Sounds like a fantastic idea, Benjamin. Thank you, have you your so much. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think I'm just about ready. I, I could make up a couple of other things, like you know, what's Roy Hudson's favourite breakfast? Yeah, let's let's do that. See what he says. All right. Yeah, I'm up for that. Okay. All right. Should we introduce him? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We have Max. He has joined our call. Uh, Max, it's a pleasure to uh, to meet you today. Thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Thank you for having me on. Uh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Um, yeah. So we've we've done a little sort of uh, introduction uh, previously, uh, just to kind of save us a little bit of time, just so we can mostly maximise the, the time we've got with you today. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, obviously a little bit about your, your Instagram fan page as well. You know, how did it how did it all come about? You know, why did you even set it up in the first place? Uh, yeah, so yeah, I've been a Palace fan all my life and I thought it'd be a good way to yeah, I thought it'd be a fun thing to do, express my opinions, make a page out of it. I started it in 2017, just for a laugh. And then, you know, I did it for a few years. Um, wasn't really bothered about the interactions and like, you know, likes and followers at the time. But then in 2020, it got taken down because apparently I copyrighted too much. So 
you know, when I made a new one, it kind of made me, um, I don't know, um, more engaged with it, more passionate about it. And when I started taking more interest in it and caring about it more, then it just got a lot better than that, a lot better from there. And, uh, yeah, you know, I do sort of edits now on my phone. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm no graphic designer. I don't use like, you know, computers and stuff. It's just Mm. everything on my phone. And then, Oh, yeah, I thought I thought it'd be a good way to express opinions and you know bring people news and stuff. You know, I'm not like a journalist or anything. I just <laughs> do it for a laugh, and yeah, that's it really. Oh, yeah. nice, excellent. Um, so why why Palace? Why do you support Palace? Is that a, a family thing or just through choice? Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a family thing. Everyone on my dad's side supports Palace. I'm from Croydon as well. Uh, oh, okay. Ev- everyone on my mum's side supports Chelsea. So. Oh, yeah, it's been, loving it this it season, was, isn't it? Yeah, finishing, <laughs> finishing above them. <laughs> it, it's, it's been funny. It's been funny. And, uh, yeah, that's it, really. Uh, yeah, everyone on my dad's side supports Palace. So, yeah, that's why, really. Oh, nice. And do you go to many games? Yeah, I go to most games. Um, I've, got a, I've got a membership. I go to most games. I've been to, like, I don't know. I've, I've missed one since March, I think. One game, one or two games since March. So, oh, wow, that's yeah, impressive. I go to most games. Yeah, happy days. I bet it's been brilliant having uh, Roy come back, and then all of a sudden you're just banging in goals for fun for the rest of the season, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I absolutely hated it at first having him back, but I truly lost my head on the page and on Twitter and everything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's, um, he's, why he's, was he's, pre- he's proven me wrong? And happily so. Oh, it's because the last season with him was just awful, just just boring, awful football, and you know that's why we let him go in the end and then you know obviously Vieira you know didn't win didn't win in three months with him brought Roy back and then you know we started playing great football which was very surprising and yeah but yeah I was still, I did not want him at the time because of the awful football we played in his last season but happy he proved me wrong yeah, so okay. what did you think about Vieira then so going back obviously you had Vieira at the start, start of the season didn't you how do you think that was going well, when he first joined, I was a bit iffy about it because he didn't do amazing at Nice. And then, you know, in his first season, we were playing great pressing, great pressing football. You know, it's very unlucky to finish 12th in his first season. Like, so we had drawn and lost quite a few games in the last minute. So we were very unlucky. But, and then in this new season, started off well. And then after the World Cup, we won one game in about three and a half months. And it just, just it all went downhill from there and then he got sacked after we lost to Brighton so but yeah it was a weird one with Vieira because it felt like he picks favourites instead of players that should be starting like he benched Eze for a while in his last few months of us which is just ridiculous and then yeah just it did, it did feel like he was losing his mind a bit and yeah and he even called out the owners a few times saying he wasn't backed enough and then mm. then he eventually got the boot which, yeah. which well, I think he should have. I think he should have done, but it was quite controversial to some of our fans. Yeah, I think you know from from sort of a, an outsider's perspective, I thought you know that first season he did do really well and he was playing great football. I just wonder what changed yeah. in the summer for him to almost completely change the the whole team's approach because you seem to be playing yeah, completely different yeah. types of football. So, like, do you think that was that was his sort of conscious choice or was that forced because? Do you have the right players in or he couldn't get the right players in? Well, I wouldn't say he wasn't 
I wouldn't say he wasn't backed. Like we got, we signed Czech Decore, Chris Richards, um, Sam Johnston. I think that was about it. And then I remember in the summer window, uh, it was the start of August, and he was asking for more players. He was saying in his press conferences that he needs more players. And then we proceeded to bring in zero. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it seems like he was only a manager that can work well with good players. But, mm. but yeah, then there's that. But then, but then he doesn't help himself by starting the best players as well. So it's like, like I said, eventually he he dropped Eze a few times, which is just ridiculous. And then, you know, it's just it's weird. But I wouldn't. I'd probably put some of it on him not being fully backed, but mainly because most games he just didn't have a clue what he was doing, especially in the last few months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a really weird one, but I can see from an outsider's view why it was harsh. I, I can understand why. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So I, I guess, you know, from if you could sum up the season overall, not where you finished and stuff, you know, finishing 11th, 45 points... Is that is that good for you? Is that bad for you? Or is that kind of you know there or thereabouts where you expect expect you guys to be? Finishing eleventh, you know, if you compare it to us not losing, not not winning in three months, I'd say <laughs> it's great in us you know, us finishing eleventh. <laughs> if you compare you compare it to that, but yeah, I do feel it, it, it's weird because if you if you ask most Palace fans they will be happy with it. But then on another day, they wouldn't because it feels like at the same time, we should have have more points than we do. But then you think about it, you know, Roy's come in, changed everyone's way of playing. He's bought the best out of Eze. And, you know, when it went all downhill for Vieira, if you compare it to us finishing 11th, everyone would have taken that when Vieira was sacked. Everyone would have taken 11th Mm. when Vieira was sacked and Roy came back. And so, yeah, I'd say if you compare it to, you know, this year, then I'd say it's a great finish. You know, everyone, I reckon most people people would have been happy with finishing 16th of the way it ended with Vieira. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 Great so, yeah, thing in a relegation scrap. Yeah. You know, we were three points off when Vieira was sacked and we were sitting 12th and three points off. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, with the way things went under the air, I think it was a great finish in the end. So, I guess for me, like, what is it, other than obviously as they started, but what is it that Roy changed exactly, do you think? Because was it just a confidence thing or was it just like a Roy Hodgson just coming in, obviously throwing his weight about a bit? You know, he's got so much experience, he knows the club obviously inside out for the years he was there. I just said, lads, you just need to play football. Now, what is it that changed? Because all of a sudden, you literally overnight went from a team that couldn't score a goal to save your life to banging in four or five goals a couple of times, three. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Goals regularly for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think it's a confidence thing because, you know, going to most games this year, like, it just looked like we didn't want to win half the time. Like, it, it just looked like no one wanted to attack and no one showed any passion. It just looked like Vieira lost the dressing room. So, and then, you know, we lo- I remember Vieira's last game. I went to Brighton away. We lost 1-0. Honestly, it just it just looked like no one wanted to score half the time. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to, like, show any passion. And then, yeah, then, then Roy comes in. And then... In the first half of his first game back against Leicester, we have 30 shots in the first half. <laughs> and, um, and I think it's like, it, it, was, it was just ridiculous. Everyone was expecting like, us to part the bus, and then we just turned into Prime Barcelona. It was, mm. abs- it was just ridiculous. And like, I think it was the most shots in the first half in about seven years in the Premier League. Oh so, um, yeah, it was, it was weird. And I think, I think Voice in this press conference a few times that. He just wants everyone to express themselves and just do their own thing. And, you know, when you let players like Eze do that and Elise, you're going to get results. And we have done mostly the last few months. So, yeah, and obviously he knows the club inside and out. I think, I think that was the main reason he came back because we've had him before. He knows what he's doing. Saved us in 2017 when we didn't win. We didn't win any points in the first month of the season. And so, yeah, I can see... So yeah, I can see why we brought it back, and well, rightly so. Just brought our confidence back. Yeah, so he's definitely proved himself, and uh, obviously safe bet, I suppose, as well from that side. Um, yeah, but I guess you know now he's come out. Yeah, I think he's come out now and said he's not staying on, isn't he? Is that right? Or is it still up in the air? Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's staying. He said in his press conference, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, I'm not staying. And then at the end of the season. Uh, at the end of every season, if it's a home game, our, our players and managers do like speeches at the end. And okay. he was saying, he said, like he said, like um, uh, best of luck to the future and stuff. So it doesn't seem like he's staying, oh, okay. which which is fair enough. I mean, he is seventy six in August. So. Yeah, yeah, every day he was breaking records when he was the oldest manager. So <laughs> yeah, he's broken it three times. Yeah, he's he's uh, yeah. I'd, I'd, I thought it was a bit bit of a weird one getting him back, but it, it did obviously make sense in the long run. Yeah. And is he the sort of play, sort of person that can keep um, like players like Zaha? Because obviously he's out of contract. I see you put on socials that Atletico are in for him. Yeah, that's what um, a uh, I was called a reliable journalist said Sammy Mockbell. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, um, yeah, but. It's a weird one with Wilf. So, if if he did if he did leave fair enough, I mean I've been saying that for the last under those six years. If he leaves fair enough, but um, yeah, if there is if there is a club I want him to go to, then it would be interesting to see him leave to Atletico under Diego Simeone. But I remember M- yeah. Mourinho wanted him last year at Roma. That's what Fabrizio Romano said. So, but yeah, it's I a weird one. Those but, yeah, I 
But it's not. I do think he'll stay. I'd, I'd be very surprised if he did leave. But, you know, we offered him a four-year deal between 150, 200k a week. But, you know, if he stays, yeah, and he's 30 years old as well. So, but if he does stay, then fair enough. If he doesn't, I think we'll be fine, to be honest. But, so be sort of, yeah, any it's, it's a weird one. If he did leave, or will it be a thanks no, for the service, no. good luck kind of thing? Yeah, I, th- I think I think it's at a point now where most fans aren't that bothered because we've we got Eze and Elise now. So it's like, you know, Eze is becoming the franchise player. Yeah. And yeah. He is our best player now, Eze is. So, you know, it'd be, we, we would need to buy another winger, possibly a striker if Wilf did leave, but it's not the end of the world. But, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. But would Roy, would Roy convince him to stay? I don't know. I think it depends what manager comes in, to be honest. Mm. And who who's your money on to come in as manager? <laughs> I know I'd be asked this. Honestly, I I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, there's been there's been barely any rumours or anything like that. Like, you know, no, I've seen, it's been nothing, I think is it? No, well, I think I think it was like the Athletic reporter for uh, Nottingham Forest said Steve Cooper. What we were admirer of Steve Cooper, but. I don't think he'd leave Forest, and some no. of our fans were talking about some of our fans were talking about Graham Potter, which is a bit it's a bit random. But I don't I don't think he'd come to us. I, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd want Graham Potter to be honest. But you know, I don't. There's not really been any rumours so far, which is annoying. So I want to know. <laughs> so I want a manager. Yeah, so I've not I've not caught many rumours. If obviously everything at the moment is all obviously surrounding Tottenham, isn't it? With their 57 yeah. manager shortlist that they've got at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> obviously, breaking news was uh, was obviously today that uh, Postacoglu's apparently agreed terms or something, wasn't it? It happened a little earlier today, so we'll see yeah. how that develops. Um, yeah. But, I mean, who would you who would you like to have in as a, a, a more realistic choice uh, that you think you could kind of see happening? Well, don't know about realistic. I mean, I have I have had a look. I did post a uh, managerial breakdown of you know some managers that you know some of our fans were talking about or some people were talking about Oliver Glasner the Frankfurt manager who's left now some people were talking about him I I don't know if he'd come to us Um, some of our fans were talking about Bo Svensson the uh, Mines manager who was uh, I think he was heavily linked to I think he was heavily linked to Brighton when Potter left in September Um, who else was there well some of our fans were talking about Postacoglu but that's not happening now Obviously, because he's going to Spurs. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, 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 okay. I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe them. Um, I don't know. There was some links of us to uh, this guy called Adi Huta, who managed uh, Frankfurt a few seasons ago. But then uh, our, owner came, our owner came out and said it was all bollocks. So <laughs> yeah, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> Someone like but, Nuno Espirito Santo. So he's obviously just won the league over at Saudi. He proved he could do a good job at Wolves. He didn't spend tons and tons of money. So he wasn't obviously money bags over there. Yes, he obviously had the Portuguese links and things like that. But do you think someone like him could do potentially do a job? Well, we actually tried to get him a few seasons ago when Roy left the first time. But, oh, okay. Oh, is yeah, that when he joined his, Spurs? Yeah, him uh, and his um, backroom staff just wanted a stupid amount of wages. So we were like, no. But... Um, yeah, I don't think we'd go in for him now, especially after what's happened at Spurs and mm. how bad he did. But um, yeah, I definitely would have taken him a few years ago, but 
I don't think I would now. I think I think it's a bit bit too risky, in my opinion. If you look at what he did at Spurs, in my opinion, he's on a rebuild, isn't he? So it could be it could be something that could be absolutely brilliant or real real shit, and you don't want. Yeah, that's a bit yeah, a bit risky, in my opinion. But if it was a few years yeah. ago, I would have definitely taken it. Yeah, fair enough. So it's someone that can work with the youngsters. Get the team performing. Who do you get rid of? To keep Edward? Uh, Edward, I think, I think he'll stay. I think Edward will stay. We we do need a striker, but I I still think he'll stay. I think Matata would probably go, but yeah. Edward, I do think he'll stay. But one hundred percent need a striker this window. But um, yeah, we got a few players out of contracts, like both of our right backs, like Ward and Klein. I think Ward will stay. I think Klein will go. We desperately need a right back as well. Um, who else? Who else is our contract? Uh, Lukonga. He was on loan from Arsenal. You can take I him. Wouldn't yeah. him. I don't, we're, we're Arsenal fans. You can take him all day long. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's, he's had like two games for us. He's had like two good games for us. So I, I, I don't think he'd stay. Um, Nathan Ferguson, who we've had for a few years at right back, who's literally played about ten minutes for us. Because he can't stop getting injured, he'll probably go. Uh, James Tompkins, who we've had for seven years, yeah. I think he I might stay for experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. He, I think he should leave because he barely plays anymore, and he is quite injury prone. But it wouldn't surprise me if we just kept him. But I do think he'll go. And um, yeah, but there's Zaha. But yeah, I'm not, I don't know about Zaha at this point. If he stays, he stays. He goes, he goes. But why are you like that? Why, yeah. why are you not? Wanting him to stay, keeping your best player. Well, I wouldn't say he's our best player anymore. To be honest, I would say it's Eze, but because he's he's picked up two hamstring injuries since the first of April, and he's thirty years old, mm. and he's he's scored once since November. So, do we really? If if you take away what he's done for the club and his legacy, do we? want to give a 30-year-old a four-year deal on 200k a week who's picked up two injuries since the 1st of April and has scored one since November. But if you look at it on that side, but then if you think, on the other hand, it's Wilfred Zaha. He's probably our best ever player. Like, of course we want to keep him. But then, I don't know, it's very controversial right now. It's very controversial between our fan base and if he stays, if he goes. But you know, if, if if no club wants him, if Atletico Madrid don't progress it further, or if no other club comes in, then we're going to keep him. You know, I think Saudi Arabia, um, some Saudi Arabian clubs were in for him as well. He's been offered a load of money there, apparently. But I'd be very surprised if he went there, if he went there. Um, Fenerbahce, apparently were in for him. I don't think he goes there. But yeah, that's what I mean. If no club goes in for him, then I think we'll keep him. You know, it's probably why we've offered him a contract in the first place because we want to keep him so yeah it's mm. a weird one we just have to see what happens yeah I mean it's it's interesting to say he's, he's potentially your best player ever because obviously you know you, you've got a big history Wilfs I know he's been there yeah. for quite a while obviously left was it for a season or two at Man United and then obviously returned um, obviously yeah. didn't just just didn't hit the hit the heights at all no. um, yeah the best player ever though that's quite a bold Bold statement. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he's one of our best players ever, definitely. You know, 
Premier League. You know, we've been in Premier League for 11 years. He's been, you know, the, the main man for us, really. So mm. I'd say he's definitely one of them. Yeah, I'd yeah, say. Fair enough. Hi, guys. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter so you don't miss a thing. How could you? Instagram is at Football Drop Podcast. Twitter is at Football Drop Pod. Thanks, Will, for that. Or just search us on Facebook, Football Drop Podcast. Okay. Um, and in terms of, so you've been a Palace fan, you know, your whole life now. What's your yeah. your favourite game? If, if there's one that comes to mind, what's the favourite game you've watched live? Uh, 2013, when we won the playoff final against Watford, when Kevin Phillips yeah. scored the penalty in extra time to send us to the Premier League. And then, you know, here we are, still win it 11 years, or 10 years later. Fair and enough. so, yeah, that's, that's my favourite ever game because it, it meant so much. And, you know, every Palace fan thought we'd only be in the league for about four seasons. And now we're going to our 11th. So, you know, I think, yeah, that's definitely the best game I've been to because, you know, it sent us to, sent us to back to the Premier League. Yeah, so that's my favourite my favorite game I've been to. And you're in good stead now to stay there, aren't you? So I don't think you'll be leaving the, the Premier League anytime soon. Obviously, you'll be fingers crossed no. touching wood and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think we'll be going down anytime soon. I think, I mean, touch wood, we're too good to go down if that makes sense. You know, yeah. players like Eze and, you know, Zaha, if he does stay, Eze, Elise, you know, just, yeah, um, I, I, think, I think we'll be fine, depending on who we buy in the summer and what manager comes in. Because you've got a good spine in the team, haven't you? You've got, you've got a good sort of few youngsters coming through, you've got a few players that are, you know, sort of uh, uh, experienced enough to drive you forward as well. And then you add to that. Yeah. What's your predictions for next season, providing you add to it? It's, it's, it's impossible. It's, a, it's impossible to answer that <laughs> when we've not signed anyone and we don't know who our manager is. But um, you know, you know, I've, I've always said this. I've always said we're a few players off from potentially getting our top ten Europe mark. I say this every year, but you know, I feel like mm. all we need is. Another left back, another right back, a few more midfielders, and depending if Zaha stays, we'll be fine with we'll be fine with wingers. And then what we mainly need is a clinical striker. We we've not had a striker who scored over ten goals since Benteke, since we had Benteke. So oh, I forgot about Benteke, you, know, you guys. Yeah, yeah. So. I think that's the main thing we need. It's, it's just a clinical striker and new fullbacks and a manager and a great manager to deal with them. So, mm. you know, I've always said we're only a few steps away from hopefully finishing in the top 10. So if that does happen, that does happen. If we do bring in these players, then I do think we will finish in the top 10 or higher, but we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, cause it's, it's so competitive now. I mean, obviously, Aston Villa have come up um, yeah, and obviously just stormed it, you know, in the last few years. Fulham obviously recently, you know, promoted at the beginning of the season. They finished tenth, had an absolutely yeah. blinding season. Brentford going from strength to strength. 
Chelsea obviously had a, a massive wobble this year. Uh, obviously finishing yeah. point behind you guys, but I don't expect them to be in that position next season. So, you know, no. any any position, I think, <laughs> it's so hard fought nowadays. Um, if yeah. you can equal it or better sort of your points, tally, it's a win, isn't it, surely? Yeah, that's what I mean. We always do our business like towards the end of the window, which I hate. Like, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's, it's it's really hard when everyone is strengthening. Like, I thought Fulham would go down, but obviously not. Um, you know, could, you know, if you could tell someone in October that when Gerard was in charge of Villa, that Unai Emery is going to come in and they were going to go Conference League, you would have just laughed. Yeah. So True. you know, it's a it's, it's it's a funny league when everyone when everyone's strong and you know when managers get sacked and an unexpected manager comes in but yeah this is why this is why with us it's our fans get very annoyed with what we do because although it's great being in the Premier League every season I wouldn't say we've fully progressed like our squad has gotten so much better that we don't the table doesn't show that Hmm. so that's why I mean that's why I say when we're always a few players off from the, the top 10 or higher. But yeah, it is, it is hard to compete in the league when you've got big clubs like Aston Villa, you know, somehow bringing in Unai Emery and then clubs just spending shitloads of money like Chelsea. Yeah. But, um, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't always work well, obviously, when they're 12. <laughs> but no. yeah, it's, it is really competitive. So hmm. I thought this is why most of our fans have really high standards because we want the best for the club and we want to like we want to spend more to compete so yeah it is but you know I'd rather do this and then be relegated you know look at Leicester you know going from winning the Prem to Conference League semi-final eighth to relegation so you know it is one of those things where you gotta be gotta be careful what you wish for but yeah, exactly. yeah I mean, you said there's, you know, you've not got much to show for it by, you know, from the table wise. I think this that speaks volumes. You know, yeah. finishing regularly, sort of 11, 12, 13, 14, You don't generally sort of finish anything lower than that. You're always kind of in that that sort of four, four or five spots. But I think that speaks volumes on its own. Yeah. Because as you said, it is so competitive. Leicester is is a fantastic example of that, and so is Southampton. You know, Southampton have been yeah. around for a long time. Was, was doing very well, pushing sort of top tens, and then all of a sudden they're just falling away. Uh, the fact that you're yeah. still competing, still finishing, you know, in the top top half of the bottom half, um, is is uh, for me. I think that's a fantastic kind of achievement in itself, really. Yeah, it is. And if you ask most Palace fans, they would agree. But I think what's gotten to most of our fans is obviously Brighton finishing sixth, and you're yeah. kind of thinking. You kind of think a lot of our fans are thinking, well, we've been in the league like three times as longer, and they've already made Europe. So our fans have been a bit like, well, why, why aren't we being like that? Why aren't we spending enough or recruiting enough like them? So I think that's what's got on most of our fans. But you know, we are really, we are really happy about what we've done and what we've achieved because no one would imagine this like 13 years ago when we went into to administration and. You know, nearly became extinct. Mm. Nearly became AFC Crystal Palace. So, um, but yeah, it's a weird one when you compare us to Brighton, who 
haven't even been in the Premier that long. But you know, but I think it's all it's, it's all down to like recruitment really and the manager. You know, get the right recruitment, right manager. You can do anything, no matter how much other teams have spent, have spent. You know, it, it just you compare yourself to Chelsea. Doesn't matter how much money you've spent if you're not brought in the right players and right managers, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, you know, this, this is what I say, we're only a few players off and the right manager off from, you know, progressing even further, which, you know, I think with a few more players and the right manager, we, we could finish in the top 10 and higher. I, I do think that. I think a few more great players, we could finish in Europe. I, I do genuinely think that if we pulled our fingers out and got some more ambitious signings but but yeah it's a really weird one with how competitive it's getting every season but yeah nice no very very fair points um anything specific you were to ask will because i've got a couple but oh have you okay yeah i was just going to ask about like the the rest of the you know the premier leagues you know you've spoken about brighton there the recruitment there has been absolutely fantastic i think everyone is jealous of the recruitment that's been going on at at brighton (laughs) But have you got any, you know, what is your thoughts on the Premier League? You know, Manchester City obviously dominating it at the minute. Uh, you know, can Palace, Palace can't ever compete with that. So, no. yeah, I mean, generally, you know, what's the what's the thoughts on the, on the Prem? Well, just like Man City in general and like how dominant they are. And <laughs> Just in time, yeah. you know, Arsenal season as well. It's been great this season. Newcastle have been fantastic. Yeah. Money again, yeah, there, but just shows it's all down to money. Like, you know, new, I think if you look at Newcastle, you know, they've, they've spent a fair bit so far, but not much as not as much as those they're going to in a few years. In a few years, I'm going to be spending millions and millions, and mm, already yeah. they're finishing fourth in the league, and they've not they've not spent as much as we know they're going to, so that, that, that's quite scary. And you know, it's all, it's all about money, really. You look at Man City, you know, some people are saying we are slowly becoming a farmer's league because Man City are winning it every season. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Who is going to stop them? No one. They've got Erling Haaland. You know, even last season when Man City barely had a striker, <laughs> they still won the league. And then, you know, it's just, you know, it's it's annoying because... You look at teams like Blackburn and Leicester that have won the league. Is that ever going to happen again? Doesn't. If you nah, really think about it, is it? Are, are they? Are they going to? Is that going to happen again? Are they going to ever finish higher than Man City? I don't know if anyone can. I mean, Arsenal nearly did. You probably won't like Sorry it. About that, but but maybe Brighton could. Maybe. They, yeah, they potentially could in the future. <laughs> I mean, you they laugh, but genuinely, I mean, the way they have progressed so quickly. Um, I think they could be let's try not, let's try not to think about that but, uh... um, yeah but <laughs> I, I think Newcastle might be uh, potentially better placed just with you know as you touched on the, you know, the, the sort of money they're potentially going to spend in the future I think that's all geared up yeah. and the fact that the entire city is football mad they will have that back yeah, you know, they yeah they've got the entire city behind them yeah exactly I mean I can imagine going to the ground would just be absolutely nuts it's so intimidating um, yeah, you know, players just just don't want to play there. Make it as hostile as anything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it is it is scary, like what money is doing with these clubs because you know it, the league 
if your top four is becoming more predictable most seasons, apart from, you know, New Newcastle coming in so quickly. Mm. But, you know, it's like, if you could predict the top four next season, I think most people would probably predict Arsenal, Man City, Man United and Newcastle. I reckon that's what most people will predict for top four next season because it does feel predictable most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, apologies to the Liverpool fans out there. Uh, the scouts are going to hate this episode. But, what about Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Chelsea could, you know, as we sort of touched on, they've spent so much money, they can't be awful forever, surely. You know, Potter's coming in, he's proven he's a decent manager. Can he get their 412 first team players? All together and play as a team. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But, um, yeah, and they've got they've got players coming in already, like Christopher and Kunku from Leipzig. Mm-hmm. He's coming in to play yeah. up front for them. And then, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to score the goals for Chelsea apart from him, because Mount and Havertz are like they're going to leave. Like Real Madrid are going in for Havertz apparently. Like that's what Fabrizio Romano said. Just like yeah, I saw that. I think he'd do a job yeah. with them, you know. I do think he would play well. Just a weird one, though, going on Benzema to Kai Havertz. Yeah, I think I still think they'll go for another actual sort of front man at some stage. Harry Harry Kane, isn't it? Uh, I'd love it. If Kane went to Madrid, I'd love that. I think he'd do fantastic. I think he should, if they do go in for him. Yeah, we we said this off air just before we started. Like, it'd be great. You know, if you were Harry Kane, you would go just for, go for two, three years, win a few trophies. And then go back to a random Prem team, doesn't matter who, and you know it's guaranteed goals. Give him the ball, and yeah. he will score a couple of goals, and he can still break that record. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he did stay in the league just to break Alan Shearer's record. Yeah, but, it's going to be selfish reasons. Yeah, it's a weird though, one. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask. So obviously you've gone to, you said you've gone to quite a, a few away games and stuff this season as well. What's the yeah. sort of best atmosphere you've been to from from an away fan's perspective? And what's been the most intimidating? Ooh, most intimidating. Got to try and remember what ones I've been to. Um, <laughs> I'd say, I'd say the best would would probably be Everton. Uh, I'd say Everton or Leeds. Oh, wow. I'd say, okay, yeah, because Everton, Everton was good. Well, they had a good atmosphere. Wasn't a good game. We lost three 0 but um, <laughs> yeah, they, 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 had a, they, they had a good atmosphere. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Leeds, Leeds had a great atmosphere in the first half when I went to Leeds away, and then in the second half we scored four goals and won five one. Then the stadium was emptying very quickly, but yeah, <laughs> made it even more enjoyable, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy days. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say, yeah, both both Everton and Leeds mostly, mostly Leeds, mostly Everton. It's I'd interesting say. you say yeah. that. Because I, I thought Leeds as well. Like Leeds are just, and they're, so, they're, they're yeah, their fans are just something else, aren't they? Yeah, they're just they're, yeah. In the first nuts. half, they were stupidly loud, just so stupidly yeah. loud. And then as soon as we scored, started getting into the game, they were dead quiet. Started yeah. leaving. Yeah. It's crazy how goals sober someone up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and what's your your favourite ground to go to in the Premier League? Not for atmosphere or stadium, whatever. Just the whole round thing. What's your favourite one to visit? You can't obviously say Sellers Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've not been to, I've not been to every ground, but doesn't sound like a plastic fan. But I've not been to every ground. But I'd say so far, I'd say Spurs. 
I know you might not like yeah. that answer. But, yeah, uh... so, yeah, that cut me deep there, Matt. <laughs> I think that's to be expected. The money that's been spent and what yeah. we heard about it. I've not been there yet, but... Uh, oh, we have said so we lovely. do want to go and win. Yeah. As much as it, it kills us, we do want to go and, and see that stadium. Just, yeah, uh, it, it, it is great. You know, it's, it's, it's literally full of South Koreans because of Hyung Min Son. But if you ignore that, <laughs> then... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is probably the best thing about this episode. Just that one, one phrase. Love it. Um, perfect. Okay. Anything else you wanted to add at all, Will? I don't think so. No. No. Um, Max, what we do is we'll obviously at the end of this episode we'll add your uh, link to your page. Obviously on the episode description. Um, so obviously yeah. directive one there. So any Palace fans, if you're listening, give Max's page a follow. Um, what is your page? Tell us your page. Just give us a shout out. Uh, Tell us all about you. Oh, shout out, shout out my page. Yeah, promote oh, yourself, man. Yeah, 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 promote yourself. Uh, so on Instagram, follow Palace Global. You know, the latest Palace news. You know, if you care about Palace, then please follow. Uh, you know, it's the latest Palace news. And then, you know, just help someone out. Give us a follow. You know, like our posts, do whatever. Yeah. Perfect. So you, you've heard that there, guys. Um, yeah, make sure you give us a listen. There will be a link in the description for you guys as well. So... If you can't quite search it or whatever, or you're just too lazy, we will put a link in there for you so you can just click it uh, from Spotify, Apple, etc. Um, but no, Max, uh, thank you very much for coming on, mate. It's been a pleasure to, to have a chat with you. Um, yeah. I wish yeah, you no all the best for the summer. Um, yeah, hopefully you guys you. get get an absolute ace manager and uh, and obviously get some, some decent players in for next season. Um, and hopefully yeah, you don't yeah. beat us next season, but you can beat everyone else. It's not a problem. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, good luck to Arsenal, I guess. Apart from when they play us, but yeah, yeah cheers. <laughs> yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> right, thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Bye bye. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Bye. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please give us five star on your podcast provider, whatever one that may be, and help us hashtag drop the pod. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.